This is a podcast from UBSMS. For more information, visit ubsms.org.uk. People in the Middle East wear sandals. They did in Paul's time, they do today. It is hot, sandals are cool. Yet, if you walk through a poor area of town, or maybe an agricultural village, even today, it is dirty and your feet become filthy. Mud, perhaps animal dung, even sewerage in some of the very poor areas. It's not for nothing that foot washing was an important part in Jesus' time. I remember personally walking through some of these areas and being very glad when I wasn't wearing sandals. Of course, many people in the Middle East today don't wear sandals for that reason and because later on it gets cold in the year. But nonetheless, the point remains. If you have bare feet in sandals, they get dirty and smelly. Now, Paul speaks of the church as one body, a body of people who are baptised by the Holy Spirit and drinking of the Holy Spirit. We are baptised at conversion. This is God's work as he brings us to the Lord. And then we drink of the Spirit. Obviously, the Spirit is sovereign, but there is a work for us to do, to go to the glass, as it were, and drink, to seek the Holy Spirit. And this makes us part of the body of Christ, But then, in this body, who are we? No one, Paul says, but no one is to be despised. The foot has a role, even if dirty, smelly, and not very pleasant. It still has a role. It is literally and figuratively, or it can be, looked down upon. But we need each other. The foot is vital, as we all know. We need to walk. I wonder, is there anyone you think of in the church, in the benefice perhaps, who is not very important, or not very useful, or frankly just a bit annoying or difficult? I suggest you imagine them now, and if you want to stop the video as you think about this, just think of somebody, perhaps there's no one, but a moment to reflect. That person you may have thought of is essential. And if perhaps you started thinking of yourself in that way, let me reassure you, you are essential, both to the body of Christ, the church, and to God. He loves you. And then Paul mentions in this passage that there are parts treated with special modesty. There's a clear inference here to the organs of reproduction. And as a church, we must reproduce. But I wonder, how often do we find those who are engaged in that role, the evangelists, difficult, embarrassing, uncomfortable, whilst at the same time being wonderful and awe-inspiring? There are all kinds of parts in the body. 
And we must honour the evangelists as well, give them special honour. But Paul says there must be no divisions. We suffer and rejoice together. We are one body. And God gives those who drink of the Holy Spirit, his Spirit, different gifts and different ministries. Not everyone, he says, speaks in tongues. Not everyone prophesies. But some do, and all help build up the body. Under the leadership of Christ, it's his body and those appointed. And yet, and yet, at the very end of this passage, perhaps a misplaced sentence that should be in the next uh, chapter, Paul says, I show you the most excellent way, beyond gifts, beyond ministries, there is something greater that we'll come on to shortly. Amen.